Welcome back to The Edge. Google introduces price drop rich results, contextual links and featured snippets. And we're also covering uh, the fact that Google might remove search in Australia if they're forced to pay links to the sites. You're listening to News from The Edge for the week of January 25th, 2021 here on Edge of the Web Radio. From the Edge of the Web Studios, here's what we're looking at this week. That's the hit list that we're coming up with today, and this is Edge of the Web Radio. I'm your host, Aaron Sparks, owner of Site Strategics. Every week we bring you amazing guests to chat with about digital marketing trends. Each week we're actually covering the SEO and digital marketing news separate from our weekly guest interviews uh, each and every week. So we have two podcasts coming out. Be sure to, to check out what's coming up this week, but we're bringing your news as you want to consume it on your commute or within a 20, 25 minute package of time so you don't hear my voice drone on and on. That's why we're, we just want to care for you here at Edge of the Web. So check out all the shows over at edgeofthewebradio.com and let us know how we're doing. I'd love to have some uh, feedback from our audience. This is the Site Strategics News Desk. Uh <laughs> 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 of Edge of the Web and to my, to my left is... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so cold in here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we have a, a fantastic meme uh, in the studio today. For the record, I did not warn Aaron that this was coming. <laughs> this may have been why my kids did not see me Friday night as I prepared for this. Do you want health care? I will give you health care. Do you want mittens? I will give you mittens. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, well, joining me on, on the call here is Morty Oberstein, SEO liaison from Wix. How are you doing today, Morty? Uh, I'm great. I'm just as good as Bernie. <laughs> at, least, at least one of you is wearing a mask. Oh, my gosh. See, Bernie's literally social distancing from me. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 hey, I've got the antibodies. I've been through two rounds of this crap. So I think everybody's safe for me. I know. Fun, fun, yeah. fun. Right, doesn't doesn't help with the uh, the cooties though. No, you still oh. have cooties. Well, I'm just gonna try to creep all over to the Bernie here. See, see, see. I'm poking you, Bernie. I'm poking you, Bernie. <laughs> this, is, this is too much, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure I can continue with this podcast. <laughs> For everybody who doesn't know what the hell is going on, go over to the video <laughs> and check it out. We've got Bernie Sanders at the Site Strategics Digital Marketing News Desk at oh Edge of the World. All righty. So what's That's happening in Morty's world today? I, I totally forgot what I was going to say. I had a whole thing. It's totally killed with the Bernie thing. That's awesome. By the way, the way you have his arms, his elbows on, the, on the table, table. is perfect. <laughs> Okay. Shout out to Jacob. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. That's, that's, that's uh, He's got to be a, a regular, <laughs> a regular guest host. Then you got to put it on the banner for the podcast. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I think this one's going up there. All right, all right. We're going into news now, right? I love the news. Let's do the news. <laughs> but please, turn off my camera. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie's there for the duration. All right. <laughs> no, no, bring him back. Bring him back. <laughs> well, search engine journal from Roger Monty. Google introduces price drop rich results. So they updated the product structured data documentation with a new price drop search appearance for product pages. Uh, becoming eligible is quite easy. So if you're not familiar with what that is, uh, literally it's, it's a schema update and, uh, 
uh, what we're seeing here is a nice couple screen grabs here. If you want to actually, yeah, exactly. Over on the mobile side, you can actually see price drop being featured there. The price drop appearance is this is a new rich result that is related to the product structured data. This is this rich result is called. Of course, the price drop appearance will track the price that is used for the offer schema structured data within the product structured data and that's used for the product page. Now, that's a convoluted mess of a sentence there. But basically, the point is they're using that offer in a new way to display on the Google search results. That offer's always been there. But now they're actually presenting it in a different way. So if they're actually seeing the price plus the offer, they're actually showing the price drop. So when the price changes, Google will add that result called a price drop appearance that a, that reader that reflects that there's been an actual price drop. That's on both mobile and desktop. So that said, this is always important. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting that Google's now interpreting the schema data and be able is actually modifying its SERPs towards the benefit of that user, right? So it can actually yep. infer not only that field of data, but also what it means, right? Right, so it's it's tracking. It seems that you have to have your product markup there so that Google can oh, yeah. keep tabs of what the price was mm -hmm. and now what it is. The fact that it's doing that is amazing. And it all speaks to Google trying to compete with um, small company, you know, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So uh, it can also be used with the aggregate offer type in order to display the range of prices as well. So there are a couple of different offerings. And so Google's actually pulling that and doing the math and doing the presentation, understanding the intent of that field. So you have to have the product schema markup on the pages. And you got to be careful with that as well, because it does need a, a number of pieces of data to work well, right? Yes. Fantastic answer, Mark. I concur. <laughs> you concur? I, I do concur. concur. All right. Okay. I didn't get a rump out of that guy. All right. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> be aware of rich result opportunities. This new rich result is an opportunity to make a low price impre impression in the search results. New price drop appearance uh, makes sales prices pop in the search results. I guarantee you're going to see more reflection of your schema in the SERPs as as we start really not only embracing it, but as Google looks for more and more customer opportunities, basically. If it's useful to the user, for example, if you have a series of podcast episodes, it could very well look for the previous podcast and have a link right there between the two podcasts. Hey, what about that? By the way, yeah. I mean, you know, this might be a shysterish kind of move, but you can list the product at a higher price if you know, like, all right, I just listed this product. Yep. I'm not going to get any traffic for it yet, blah, 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 whatever it is. I'll list it higher. Then next week I'll lower it, and then it looks like it dropped. Yep. Yep. That's exactly. how you have to think. You have to think. Or yeah. not think. Well, are they going to keep track of that too? Because if you're moving your schema data all over the place, right? I wonder. There's got to be. You know, you know, I don't know a lot, but I know one thing. People will abuse this. What do you think, Bernie? That's right. People will abuse this. Our second article from George Wynn over at Search Engine Land. Contextual links and featured snippets may actually present new opportunities and risks. In November, contextual links began appearing in the Google featured snippets space, although it's, it's still in the testing phase, the potential of more links to appear in the high visibility search result features have SEOs concerned about what they may mean for their click-through rates, the safety of their brands, as well as how they might be able to optimize for it. More to give us a picture on what we're talking about here for people that don't know the 
addition to the SERP. And so we, we understand the feature snippets area, it's above the organic, but what's happening on these contextual links? So it's a Google, it's basically Google taking over the URL, right? right. There is no URL, it's a Google URL, mm -hmm. and it's an in-link, right? And right. Just think of it as an in-link. Imagine you're going through, say, I don't know, some kind of, you know, a tool, whatever you're using, there's an in-link to documentation. It's very similar to that. Right. Right, so let's say you'll have, I don't know, let's, I'm, uh, I'm on a football mode, the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And you'll have a whole feature snippet. So for Kansas City Chiefs, there'll be an in-link there. And when you hover over the link, another little snippet pops up. Right. And then when it talks about the word Super Bowl. Right. So there's another link there. And you can either click on and go to the, where the content is coming from, Wikipedia, um, or you can just read the little hover snippet that shows up there. Chances are, my opinion, you're just going to read the snippet. It's a footnote. Right. That's it. Think of it as a featured snippet footnote. Now, I understand people in the article disagree with this, mm -hmm. but I understand why you would click. Why you would? Because it's, 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 it's just a footnote. Well, the fact of the matter is, it's not only about the click-through traffic, but, but Google's actually lifting up that SERP or that featured from a specific page. And it's now putting in links to other references, other content that's contextually bound to this. So they're serving up their users right with referential referential information but it's not coming from the organic result that's actually fed that content up and has been anointed by Google in the featured snippet. So we were always challenged with the click-through rates that were happening on the featured snippet because the answer's there. You don't have to go further in, right? So there, there was that constant debate, but now you've got in-links that are across into different uh, different websites, different potential competitors. Couldn't you make the, the argument as an internal SEO going, you know what, we don't want featured snippets just because Google may actually connect the dots to some competitors out there with our own content. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Not write content? De-index the pages. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. De-index everything. That's the solution. No, no extremes on this podcast. No, absolutely not. There's a, a number of good references and examples of content. For example, Elon Musk. Uh, you search for the maker of Tesla. A rich snippet comes up. The feature snippet comes up with the Elon Musk. Plus, there's a hover over uh, SpaceX, and then uh, as well as Elon Musk. So there's a Business Insider link that goes over to Business Insider from the Elon Musk link. Plus, there's also SpaceX. X, Neutralink, and The Boring Company, they all have links to separate references. This is just Google, again, building up this entity relationship right in front of us. It knows these yeah. legitimate certified authority pieces, and it's just trying to answer a question of the users, right? That That's what it is. I mean, it's, it's I think of it as a direct answer, more than a feature snippet, mm -hmm. with footnotes. And if you want to go down that rabbit, let's take the Elon Musk thing. Mm -hmm. So... I'm looking about Elon Musk. I get the answer right there, blah, blah, blah. And it, unless I want to go down that rabbit hole, which is understanding, you know, what is, you know, SpaceX? Oh, I, I don't know what that is. Sure. So I'll click on the, res I'll click on the, on the in link or the contextual link. I'll see the snippet. Maybe the snippet will be enough. Most likely it will, mm -hmm. or, or maybe it won't. And I'll click on to see about SpaceX to whatever page is showing up there. But that's a stretch in my mind. Like that's a lot of decisions the user has to make to say, right. okay, now I'm going to click this link. Right, exactly. So it's much more of that topical flyby. Oh, pop up, pop up. It's, it's that news footnote yeah. that's going to help embellish while they're on that particular SERP. So, it's all ancillary. Yeah, it really right? is. It's it, all ancillary content. It's not why you're there. Nope, you're absolutely right. It just gives you a much better understanding of that was the search that you wanted to actually accomplish, right?
Okay. So, so George Wright says it's good for users, but who else is it good for? He says it's not uncommon for Google to tout changes and updates as being good for users while being more tight-lipped about how much the company itself also benefits or how, how any given change might, may actually negatively impact businesses and publishers. Contextual links and feature snippets, however, may be more of a mixed bag than first impressions would lead us to believe. So I think he's on the fence as well of what this could be because our, Google's always sounding it's for the user, right? There's certainly gonna be some challenges and op opportunities. Can I, can I optimize for a in-links reference on a featured snippet? My gosh, it's like, Featured so that's going to be, I, I really want to see like, you know, more specific topics show up for that. Like sure. if you're SpaceX or Elon Musk, you're, you're talking like sites like Wikipedia being shown there. Like, ah, right. good luck. <laughs> yeah. But if you go into football and all of a sudden you have compete competing in links on this featured snippet for who's the best, who's the best football team. Right. Right. And that's, that's no, it's, it's possible. I just, I, I haven't seen enough of like very long tail keyword kind of like things this, this with the in links or the contextual links to say, all right, there's room there. There's an actual battlefield. Yeah, this seems very, right. very general in nature. All right. So we do want to give a shout out to our continued sponsor of Edge. That's yeah, that's Ahrefs. We love their platform, love their program. You can go check them out at ahrefs.com. That makes competitive analysis very, very easy. Their tools show you how your competitors are getting traffic from Google and why. You can see the pages, the content that send them the most search traffic, and then find out the exact words they're ranking for and the backlinks that are actually helping them rank. With that, you can deconstruct their strategy and build a better one. That's what they can do, you can do with Ahrefs. So check out what they, uh, the special they have, seven days for $7, sign up. You can have the entire tool at your disposal and you can see everything that this platform has to offer. We certainly recommend the SEO audit as well as the link intercept tool. There's a mess of other functionality in that application. So go over to ahrefs.com and uh, you'll swim, swim in great data just like we do here at the shop. All right, last uh, article and a pretty important one, uh, kind of a follow-up from our last uh, conversation. Google might remove search in Australia if they're forced to pay to, to links in the sites that they actually reference. This comes right after Google signs an agreement with French publishers to pay for some content. So Google has actually threatened to leave Australia and, and remove Google search for Australian users if the Australian government forces the company to pay to link to websites it lists in its search results. The news has actually caught uh, worldwide media attention, as you'd expect. It also, it also sets a huge precedent that could change the web as we know it. I'm going to park right there for a second. Morty, how in the world can you take away search from an entire country? They just... I mean, you just turn it off. You just block, you just block access it. from any IP coming out of Australia? I guess so. I mean, you have, you have to have a VPN just to Google. <laughs> There's a market for VPNs right there. That's it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, you know, let's, I'll call your bluff. You don't want to, fine. Hey, I'll just take Google. We'll just take ourselves away. See how you like Bing. That was the, the biggest one-up for people that have not 
uh, track the story here. Uh, basically, there was a law being developed in Australia to kind of protect Australians' news organizations because they were saying that that uh, these organizations should be compensated for the article content that's showing up in SERPs, and not not explicitly the SERP index, but actually news and writ and feature snippets and information like we were talking about before, as that Google's lifting up certain content and basically not compensating these organizations for that. There's a much larger context here of the usability of Google and how it's actually presenting the content that's getting indexed. But they're literally, uh, they put it to Google, hey, we're going to have this code and you're going to have to pay us. And Google says, fine, fine. You just won't have our service. <laughs> And what's what's odd is in France the same kind of thing, right? And Google said, "Hey, all right, we'll pay you." So go figure. So what's up with that? I, yeah, but okay. So I, I, I asked about this because I was confused and not interested in deep diving into this. Mm -hmm, I'm like, mm -hmm. let the information come to me. <laughs> I'll put a tweet out. <laughs> like, hey, what the hell's going on here? Why is Google paying for it in France and not in Australia? And a lot of people sent a lot of articles over, which is really interesting. Oh, cool. About the terms in Australia are just being outrageous. Got it. So that's one thing. It's not the same. John Mueller actually replied back to me. He goes, it's not. I, he goes, I probably shouldn't say anything. Right. And he probably shouldn't. But good, good on for you, John. <laughs> um, he's No, he really is wonderful. And he said, like, you know, it's just not the same deal. Mm -hmm. The French deal is not. Like, they're asking for, like, basically code in Australia. Right. Right, exactly. Let us know when algorithm updates are coming. It's nuts. Yeah. But it is surprising that they're still, that they agreed in France also. Both are surprising. Why would you agree in France? Hold it over their heads also. I think because of the fact that they that this is setting such a precedent. I mean, you can imagine all of the news organizations just clamoring around this. If they're setting a precedent that they will compensate writers or news organizations or anybody in that space, um, boy, what I... Well, I mean, it's a gold rush trying to push Google around to be able to get their news content or any content yeah. subsidized, right? But that's what they're doing. Yeah, In France, are. Google's going to pay. I mean, I wonder if you're right. Like, Google just kind of realizes this, the writing is on the wall. How long are you going to keep fighting this? And yep. you're just going to have to give it at some point. And they're giving him in this case. And because France was much, you know, it was the France terms allow them to do so. And the Australian terms don't allow them to do so. And they're kind of like, all right, hmm. it is what it is. And that's just where the tide is going. Well, two years ago, Google actually said it would not pay French pub publishers. Right. And, and just a couple of days ago is what you're talking about. They reached a deal with publishers based in France to pay them for listing their content in search. This is unbelievable, actually. This agreement establishes a framework within which Google will negotiate individual licensing agreements with IPG certifi certified publishers with APIG memberships while reflecting the, the principles of the law. That's also interesting is that level of certification and authority. Maybe that's the crux right there, along with the overreach that Australia is doing right now. Uh, two years ago, they said that they wouldn't pay them whatsoever. Instead, this is it limited how those snippets were actually displayed in search. So here's the other thing is that in Australia, Google decided to run a test and actually remove all the news organizations. We just reported on this last week and not showing up in SERPs whatsoever. And that equal to be around 200,000 users to these news sites per day, which I mean, is huge for Australian news organizations. But they flicked the switch and said, basically calling their bluff, right, Morty? I mean, that's literally. It. <laughs> if that's they, what it was. Yeah. Brass knuckles. <clears throat> Wow. 
Don't. It's it's crazy. By the way, like so, the thing in France is like Google saying, "Hey, you know what? Like, uh, well, we'll look at your uh, on an individual basis by your blah 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 blah." Yep. That's code for if you're a big publisher with a lot of political clout and a lot of money, we'll deal with you. Exactly. Exactly. And but there's no uh, countrywide negotiating they're having there. They're no, having Google's specific- not going to the local towns and saying, "Ah, you know, it's fair is fair." Local newspaper. That's not <laughs> happening. Wow. So uh, they actually came up with a workable solution that would see Google pay publishers through this news showcase, a licensing program with nearly 450 news partners globally. Uh, By making news showcase subject to the code, Google would actually have to pay publishers for value and reach commercial agreements with publishers with binding arbitration on the showcase. So, and this is managing director of, of Google Australia and New Zealand. So this was, uh, we have the full statement over at Search Engine Land. We'll certainly link it in our show docs. Um, this is big. This is a, especially in light of all of the antitrust lawsuits and the monopolization accusations. This right here is a whole nother dynamic of, of literally a, a precedent setting event that could, could really spell a whole nother era of content publishing, right? It's, it's, I mean, look, we've been covering it on this show for what, a month already? Yeah, absolutely. In different forms. It's just not dying and just continually evolving. It's, I mean, I, I asked, I asked on Twitter before this, before the show, hey, going to do the Edge of the Web news show. What do you guys think of this? Because I did see Kevin Indig. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he thought this was very strange. I thought it was strange. Yep. Uh, my coworker, not the Ellie Malik, big shout out to him. He thought it was strange. Hey, it's close CMS day on the edge of the web between Shopify and Wix. But a lot of people, <laughs> total coincidence, by the way. But no, like someone like Kevin is a, you know, Kevin Indig is a great mind in the industry. And if he thinks that it's strange, yeah. it's strange. It really is strange. I, I, I don't, I'm shocked that Google paid France. Really am. Well, keep an eye on this, everyone, because I mean, if Google is starting to move into control of SERPs, uh, and, and again, we're seeing the possible shutout of an entire country, and they're willing to do that, right? Um, it's weird. It is weird. It's also maybe a, a bit of a signal of yep. with these antitrust law to lawsuits that it's their content ultimately. It's their search engine, right? Are they yep. actually playing the the game in, in in certain aspects of we'll shut it down if you don't want to play in our sandbox the way we've we've constructed it? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, forcing Google to hand over the code, it's not, I mean, no. Australia is a big market, but it's not the whole world either. <laughs> Absolutely I not. Mean, no, to be no, honest, no. like that's all, that's a big ask. By the way, aren't they opening up Pandora's box here? Yeah. If they're going to negotiate with some publishers for money, well, you only ended up on the cert because you paid Google. I didn't pay Google. That's why I'm not ranking. Right. Right. Boy, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you don't even want to consider that's the space in which organic SERPs could eventually be constructed of. of, of I mean, that's what I would think in France. If I'm a, a news publisher who's not ranking, you know yep. that's what they're going to think. Well, I didn't pay. That's why they're doing it. Yep. Yep. Oh. All right. So we're going to park it there. Certainly appreciate all contributions on this, uh, from, this, from this article. That was Barry Schwartz's article over at Search Engine Land. Give him credit for a, that reporting. But uh, let's have this conversation. Let's talk about it on social. Let's hear what you have to say about all this. This is, this is a pretty big moment, and hopefully it will be a flash in the pan. But, but uh, we got to keep our eyes. Whenever you see a signal or a, a movement like this, it's not done with rashness. They're thinking through things an awful lot. And if this this is actually the posture that they're wanting to take, then 
you're going to be seeing a number of things change on the search engine front. Oh, you haven't even asked how how Bernie thinks about this. Oh, where did Bernie go? I totally yeah. forgot he, he well, was here. He, 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 it got there serious. It got serious, and he jumped out. <laughs> Bernie's upset at the monopoly about of Google. That's what he's upset about. He right? truly he is. Bernie's mind. He is frumpy and frowny. <laughs> well, you know really what's not frumpy and frowny? Hey, what's going on with uh, SEO chat this week on Twitter? Ooh, uh, first off, great host this week. Mm -hmm. Me. Oh crap. Yeah, I knew yeah. he was going to say that. <laughs> I couldn't I really find anybody he was better. Say Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find anybody better. No, every once in a while, I feel like I have to host. Like it is my, was partly my chat. It's Carolyn Leiden's chat also. It's really her chat. I'm hijacking it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, we're talking about subtopics, subtopics and ranking, subtopical ranking. We talked about it on this show. Awesome. Um, subtopics and content creation. Mm -hmm. Subtopics in the knowledge panel. Right, that's another hot story. That's been going around the SEO industry. There's the uh, the knowledge panel now has these expandable tabs yep. that reflect subtopics. And most of the time, by the way, they're like in feature snippet mm -hmm. when you open them up and they're not from your site usually. Um, so what's going on with that? So very much about subtopics this week. Very good. That's well, the topic. That, the the topic it? is actually sub, right? It's right. a subtopic topic. So check out the uh, hashtag SEO chat, SEO chat every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time, right? That's correct. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. And jump in Bernie there. Bernie will be there. Bernie will be there in one way, shape, or form. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Bernie so. mean. That's it. That's what I'm doing this week. <laughs> Boy, that just, that just caught fire everywhere, didn't it? The best one was Unbelievable. whenever uh, well, there was one meme out there. The guy was unfolding his chair, and all of a sudden, Bernie pops out. I don't know if you <laughs> caught that one. It was amazing. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Morty, want to give you props and uh, follow Mor Morty on Morty Oberstein. And uh, any, any final words this week? I, I'm I'm so I'm so you know uh, blazing in the glory of Bernie. <laughs> but uh, no, just you know, don't be an idiot. Be good. Don't be any piece of cyber driftwood. Did I steal your oh, thunder? Oh, he stole it! Look at stole that. Stole your thunder! Wow! Wow! What kind of person He's, does that? He's shutting know. down the show. I can just stop recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it was Jacob was paying attention. <laughs> he would just yank the plug right there. You can't do that. I mean, he. He goes for one sentence and one sentence only. That's right. Uh, it's like a, it's like, the minute I hear it, I pull the plug. It's you mention it, it's Pavlovian. On. Stop. Right. Cyber drip went off. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. So uh, that's it for news this week on The Edge. Uh, check out the Fernando Angula interview head of communications over at SEMrush this week. Uh, first segment of the two segments in his interview. We'd love to hear from you. If you're liking what we're doing, please give us a review. We'd love to hear from you on iTunes. Uh, from all of us over at Edge, stay safe and stay well and what Morty said. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.